left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey, everyone. On this episode, I have Emmy Vida Estacio. She is a chartered psychologist and founder of the Pame Code. Her passion is to help people embrace their true worth so they can live happy and fulfilling lives. She is the number one best-selling author of the Psychology in Your Life book series, including titles such as The Imposter Syndrome Remedy, Change Your Life for Good, and Fear is Not My Enemy. And she is also now helping aspiring authors fulfill their lifelong ambition to write and publish their own books with her flagship course, self-publishing made simple. So she's going to be talking to us today about the imposter syndrome, because I know that's a really big struggle that a lot of entrepreneurs have. And I frequently get it like constantly. And then we're going to have her back on another episode. And she's going to tell us more about how to do, how to self-publish a book on Amazon, which I'm really excited for both of these topics. So make sure you listen to both episodes. So Emmy, I'm so glad you're here with us today. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm really, really excited. And congratulations on the success of your podcast. Really exciting times for you. Thank you very much. So let's, let's let everyone kind of meet you a little bit. Can you give us a little bit of your history, your background story of how you got into um, learning how to self-publish a book, first of all, and then also how you became um, this kind of expert around the imposter syndrome? Yes, well, my training is actually in psychology. Um, as you've mentioned, I'm a chartered psychologist. Um, I, I did my undergrad in psychology. I did a master's in psychology, did a PhD in psychology. And I actually um, was a lecturer, a university lecturer teaching psychology for 10 years. And during the time when I was teaching psychology, there was a point when I felt as if it wasn't really enough that I was um, teaching psychology just in the four walls of the classroom. I felt as if um, I, I know so much about psychology and I know that we have a lot of strategies, you know, techniques in psychology that um, people could use to, to manage their fears, to, to overcome their self-doubt um, and, and to actually uh, develop new habits. So those were the the topics that I, you know, that I wrote about in my books, you know, I just felt this, this urge to, to share what I know about psychology and, and make it more, more accessible um, to the masses. Um, in the past, I actually did have a, a textbook um, traditionally published with a, with a traditional publisher, but it's only accessible to people in academia because it's, it's a, you know, it's a university textbook. But what I did with self-publishing my books is that I had the freedom, you know, I have the creative control to to write, um, uh, you know, to write books as I please, and and make it as um, easy to read as possible, you know, make it as practical and um, easy to to follow, and and that's how I ended up writing and, and self-publishing my books on Amazon, and it's been absolutely amazing because with self-publishing. 
I publish it and within four hours, you know, sometimes it, it can be that quick. It goes live and I can I can connect with my audience. You know, I have a Facebook group where, you know, readers of my books can actually interact with me. It's more engaging in that way and I absolutely love it. So I definitely want to dive into your advice for everyone that wants to self-publish a book. But first, let's on this episode, let's focus on... Um, helping people through that mental block of feeling that they're not good enough. They're not living up to maybe the promises that they're making to or wanting to make to their clients or customers. So um, what, what can you tell us about like overcoming that problem of imposter syndrome? Yes, I've, I've noticed that this is very common among entrepreneurs. Um, you know, you have this persistent feeling of self-doubt, incompetence, and inadequacy, despite evidence that shows that you're actually good at what you do. Um, everybody tells you that that you're awesome, but you're the only person who couldn't actually see that. And um, the consequences of that is if, if, if it's left unmanaged, um, there are some people who would um, stop themselves from doing what they want to do because they are afraid that people are going to find out that they are incompetent. So they're not really flourishing. They're not really uh, fulfilling their fullest potential. But on the flip side, there are those who are so afraid that they will be exposed as frauds. They end up pushing themselves too hard you know they burn themselves out they work so hard because they are scared that if they don't put in 60 hours a week people are going to find out that they're not good or they're not going to bring in the results um, if they don't put in that much time um, uh, at what they're doing but either way having this persistent feeling of self-doubt is unhealthy and it's really important for for us to recognize when these feelings creep in um, and, and be able to manage it effectively. And in my book, I actually call my book Imposter Syndrome Remedy rather than Imposter Syndrome Cure because self-doubt will always creep in. Every time we have something new, we have a new project, um, you know, we, we want to do new things, we will always have that, that doubt. Like, mm, you know, I'm not sure if, if I'm good enough to do this. I'm not sure if, if I'll be able to handle it. That's absolutely normal. You know, if you feel that way, that's absolutely normal. But what's important is for you to recognize um, that this exists, um, for you to be able to notice when, when it creeps in and, and to, to be able to handle and, and manage it effectively um, if you can. And so what are, so number one is recognizing when it is happening, when it's creeping in. Um, then, then what, what do you do next? Yes. yes. <laughs> so again, in the book, I, I talk about the TLC technique. Now there are some self-help gurus will actually tell you, um, you, oh, you have to crush it. You have to suppress it. You have to fight it to banish it. For me, I, you know, no fighting, please, <laughs> you know, no violence needed. Um, and and the, ra the reason for this is your inner critic, you know, all these uh, messages that, that, that you're holding inside your head, it's still your head. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, still, it's still part of who you are. And if you try to fight it, if you try to crush it and banish it, or even if you just try to ignore it, you are at risk of having a battle with yourself. So what I would suggest, and, and this, is what, uh, this is one of the techniques that, that I teach in my book, is you apply the TLC method. And this doesn't mean tender loving care. Um, TLC is an acronym that I developed 
which is a, a questioning sequence. So as I mentioned earlier, first you have to be aware of what your inner critic um, messages are. And then you ask three questions. You ask, is it true? Is it logical? Is it constructive? That way, you can actually explore where these messages are coming from, whether it is based on truth or whether it is something that you just made up um, in your head. And if, if some of these messages are true, you have to ask as well, is it logical and is it constructive? So that's why it's really important for you to, to be able to explore these messages because sometimes they are true, sometimes they are not. You know, it's important that you're able to handle it and manage it and, and take appropriate action if needed. And so obviously, if it is true and it's logical, then there are steps you can take to, you know, either get more knowledge of the thing that you're not feeling knowledgeable enough in. But most of the time, you're right. I think you're right that it, they're not true or logical. Um, and so once you... Basically, once you've answered those questions, is it as simple as like, oh, this isn't true, and this isn't this isn't really what would would happen if if you know I wasn't able to deliver? Um, is that what helps it go away? Like that's now mm -hmm. you're you're through it. Now you're good. Uh, yes, I, I'll give you an example. So one of the common um, inner critic messages that I hear from my clients all the time is they would say, I'm I'm not qualified. You know, I'm not qualified enough to do this. I'm, I'm not good enough to do this. So you ask the question, is it true? And most of the time I will, I will hear my clients say, yes, it's true. You know, I'm not good enough because they've, they've, um, it's so ingrained in them. They've, they've, they've embraced it that they accept it to be true. And I would ask them, well, where are you basing this um, answer from? You know, is it based on evidence? Um, if you, if you're thinking that you're not good enough to do this, are you actually doing it? And what results are, are you getting? You know, always base your answer on evidence and you will find that some of these messages are untrue. Now, if, if you say something like, uh, you know, I don't have enough experience to do this yet, maybe because you're trying something new, then it might be true that your inner critic is right, that, okay, you're not experienced yet, but you have to ask the next question, is it logical? Just because you don't have experience now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't do it at all. It just means that it's new. And the more practice, um, you know, the, the more you do it, the more experience you will get. And then eventually, that inner critic message will disappear because the more you do something, um, logic will say that, you know, the more you do it, the, the better you will get. And the, the final question is, is it constructive? If you are not experienced enough yet, how can you make this work for you? You know, how can you make this constructive? What can you do to gain more experience? What can you do to, to learn new skills? So instead of trying to suppress or trying to fight the inner critic message, explore it. And again, ask the three questions. Is it true? Is it logical? Is it constructive? And when you ask those questions, you will either find out that it is untrue, illogical, or destructive, or you may find ways that will make that inner critic message work for you. If you find that there are certain parts of yourself that, that will need a bit of improvement, then that's fine. You're, you know, we're all a work in progress. And when you have that inner critic message, it just 
pushes you forward. You know, it helps you to grow and develop and realize that, yeah, you are, uh, you know, you are a human being. You have a potential to grow and develop as, as you gain more experience in this life. I, I love all of that. And it's something that I've experienced very recently where I was, I was feeling inadequate and like not qualified enough for an area of my business. And I, I actually, I seeked some help like from my coaches and my peers and they're like, well, just bring people in that do have that knowledge for what you feel like you're lacking. Like, so a solution for, you know, if you do, um, answer those questions and come to the realization like, yeah, maybe I am not quite as qualified for this as I should be at this point And I need to grow and learn a little bit more. Like you can bring in people to help you, um, and, and create partnerships in that way. So that was one of the biggest things that helped me get through my imposter syndrome. <laughs> was yeah, like, absolutely. And with, with the PAMI code, actually, you know, that's actually the, the name of my, uh, of my company. PAME is a, is a Greek word that means let's go together. And the essence of PAME is that if you're struggling in this life, you don't actually need to go through it alone. We can go together. And when we go together, we don't just go through the challenges. We also celebrate our successes. You know, we express gratitude. We share our joys. We share our wins. We share our struggles. And, you know, it's it's actually quite beautiful. Um, and when, when you are um, experiencing imposter syndrome, when you have all these inner critic messages, when you surround yourself with, you know, positive, nurturing, compassionate, supportive people, that's actually how you would grow. So, again, you know, that's one other way um, to manage imposter syndrome is to surround yourself with, with positive people because sometimes you may be carrying those um, inner critic messages for so long that you need you actually need the perspective of someone else to show you that these messages are untrue, illogical, and destructive and you have to do something about it. For sure. It's so helpful to have, have that extra support and different perspective. So you have a, a resource for the audience for, for those that are wanting to uh, dig in a little bit more and maybe overcome some of their own imposter syndrome blocks. And where can they go? What is it? And where can they go find it? Yes, um, it's actually the uh, supplementary material for my book, Imposter Syndrome Remedy. Um, it's a workbook that will help you to go through your inner critic messages. And, you know, you, you get to spend like 30 days um, to work through that, um, you know, apply the TLC um, sequence and, and actually apply the, the PAMI code as well, you know, uh, understanding your purpose, taking action, um, maintaining the momentum and, and um, nurturing the, the positive energy through gratitude um, and sharing your wins with others. So I'll, I'll, I'll share with you the link, but it's in, in my website, the pamico.com and the imposter syndrome workbook is is actually available from there. Great. And is is that also where they can go and get your book? Yes, and actually my book is available on Amazon um on print, Kindle and audiobook version. So, you know, for people listening on podcasts, you know, maybe they prefer to to listen, I actually narrated my books myself. So, <laughs> If you're not offended by the sound of my voice, um, yeah, you can actually download it um, on on um, Audible as an audiobook as well. Perfect. And again, that that book was called Imposter Syndrome Remedy, and she also has Change Your Life for Good and Fear Is Not My Enemy. So go check out all of those. 
Emmy, do you have any other final thoughts um, on this topic, um, imposter syndrome? Yes, with, with imposter syndrome, as I keep telling people, you know, 70% of us will actually experience that at some point in our lives. And it's not you know, you're not the only person who experiences self-doubt, you know, who who feels as if you're not good enough at what you do. It happens. Um, but what you need to do is to be aware of the messages that you tell yourself. And, you know, the takeaway message from the podcast today, apply the TLC technique. Ask, is it true? Is it logical? Is it, destructive? Uh, is it constructive? And if it's not, then, you know, you have to do something about it. Perfect. I love it. Thank you, Emmy, for talking with us on this episode. Um, And thank you everyone for listening to Amplify Your Impact. Be sure to listen to the very next episode because Emmy is going to tell us the steps she went through to self-publish her books on Amazon. And that's going to be super valuable for anyone that is wanting to follow that same route in growing credibility and getting your message information out there. So listen to the very next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. And have you ever wondered what the secret to a successful funnel is? Are you sick and tired of trying funnels and getting nowhere? Jump on a free 15-minute call with me and I'll give you my number one secret to creating a profitable funnel that converts. Just visit susanleonardson.com forward slash discover and book that call with me.
tell us about your podcast. 